Welcome, everybody, to the Rapid Sports and Lifestyle with Ray J. Got a fantastic show coming your way here today with some Week 16 NFL previews, a little bit of NBA, and also getting into some life hacks to end it. Before we launch this program today, I just want to really delve in and introduce myself. My name is Raymond. I'm 25 years old. I'm from South Jersey. And, uh, you know, I just really wanted to go ahead and create some content, have some fun with things and, uh, you know, maybe even change it up more than other broadcasters and, you know, sports people are and really delve into going into life hacks, lifestyles, you know, do it for the culture. Just have some fun with it. Also, as far as my favorite sports teams are concerned, I am Philly everything. My only exceptions are my father was born in Northwest Pensy. So we're Steelers fans. He's 70s. I'm 90s. And also, my second team for the MLB is the Boston Red Sox. Crazy enough story about how that happened, but we'll get into that maybe into another day. Uh, but let's go ahead and really just dive into some football, and uh, let's go for Week 16. And so we get it started off early. We got some Saturday night games going on. We've got the 420 game. We have the Titans, and we have the Redskins, and then we also have the Ravens at the Chargers. Just to start off, as far as the uh, Titans and Redskins are concerned, uh, this is an interesting matchup. Both heavy run games. Both of these teams still fighting for their lives to go ahead and save their playoffs. Shout out to Adrian Peterson for still doing his thing. Over 900 yards of rushing, seven touchdowns. Also, shout out to Derrick Henry, who's finally having a breakout year for himself. But can you really, truly call it a breakout year? He's been hidden behind such great running backs as far as DeMarco Murray and Deion Lewis were concerned. Me, personally, I consider a breakout year somebody that you just really didn't expect to come out of nowhere. I've known DeMarco, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Derrick Henry to have this towel for a very long time. Uh, personally, for me, you know, uh, Mark Sanchez leading that Redskin team over the Jags team uh, really shocked me. Uh, you know, it's just so nuts to me. That almost a year ago, Jacksonville team was just a good half away from playing a Super Bowl. And now they go from a good half away to almost declaring themselves as a top five pick for next year's draft. Um, so that's just crazy enough in itself. But uh, I tell you what, even though both of these teams are still mathematically in it and fighting for it, I'm confidently taking Tennessee in this one. Next game is going to be the Ravens at the Chargers. Great game this week with a team that could really run the ball with Lamar Jackson leading the way and Phillip Rivers just leading the way with the offense doing whatever they want. And ironically enough, both of these teams coming off of emotional finishes versus the Kansas City Chiefs in the last couple weeks. Ravens losing in overtime and the Chargers making history by coming back as the first team in NFL history with a 14-point deficit with less than five minutes to go. Um, 
I'm going to go with the home team again on this one, uh, just because I truly believe that they really get it done on both sides of the ball in such a great and efficient way. I'm going to call this game a 17-14 to Chargers game. Alright, now hopping into Sunday, we're going to begin with the Giants and Colts. I'm going to be real brief with this one. Another disastrous year for the Giants. Colts looking really good in their last eight games. I'm taking the Colts in this one. Next game, underrated game, I'm going to think the uh, Texans and the Eagles. Texans coming in 10-4. and four. Uh, Eagles still fighting for their playoff lives at 7-7. Seven and seven. Nick Foles, he is back in the fold out of nowhere, I tell you. And now with these rumors of Carson Wentz being shut down for the season, definitely got to keep an eye out. Can't count Philly out. I mean, Nick Foles only led him to the Super Bowl last year. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, uh, against my judgment, I do like the Texans defense and I do like how hard they play, but I personally think they get a little overrated because of their soft schedule. I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles in this one. I'm going to take them 34 to 28. A couple of quick picks. I'm going to go ahead and get out of the way because I just don't really want to go ahead and delve into these teams. Unfortunately, these are lost seasons or they're just easy picks for me as far as I think I'm concerned. I'm taking the Dolphins over the Jags, team that's looking like they've just given up. Uh, it's just really embarrassing on their end as far as I'm concerned. Packers-Jets, going to take the pack on this one, no doubt. And the Buccaneers and Cowboys, uh, Buccaneers just uh, really, really disappointed in these past couple years after the hiring of Dirk Cotter. Uh, these, these are probably going to be his last couple games. I'm taking the Cowboys in this one. Next couple quick picks, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go, uh, as much as I just bashed them, I'm taking the Browns over the Bengals. Bengals haven't had their quarterback. Bengals haven't had their number one wide out. Um, everything just seems distraught and lost for them as far as this whole season is concerned after such a promising start. Bears 49ers, I'm taking the Bears on the road. Rams Cardinals, I'm taking the Rams on the road. Now for me personally, I'm getting into the games of the week. I think both of these three games will be so great, I couldn't just pick one. Let's start with the Steelers and Saints here. All right, so we got a team here that's trying to clinch home field advantage. Another one fighting for their division lives. And as far as the Steelers are concerned, huge momentum swing. New England Patriots can never get out of it. Always had that funk, always terrible losses, always an emotional game coming out. Uh, so, you know, you got to like their mentality coming into this one. But as far as I'm concerned, the Saints team, man, um, they are just absolutely diabolical. And, you know, it started last year with their defense. It's not even that great as it was last year. But they attack and they control the game through the running game. And, of course, it doesn't hurt to have a Hall of Fame quarterback at the helm that's completing almost 75% of his passes. I mean, the offense... I mean, there's just, you look at it and you're like, thank God they only have one true wide receiver on that team as far as Michael Thomas is concerned and a bunch of other complimentaries because this offense has so much more potential and they've looked for so many number two wideouts with the failure of Des Bryant. And, you know, unfortunately for that injury, you know, fortunately that's just the life of the NFL. But uh, I tell you what, I'm going to take the Saints in a close one. I'm going to take the Saints in this game 37-34. to Last game of the week, we're going to go ahead and get into the Kansas City Chiefs at the Seattle Seahawks. Now, for the Chiefs personally, how will they bounce back 
I tell you, that's one hell of a loss to go through. When you go ahead and you set an NFL record, other teams before that, you had a lead of 14 points with less than five minutes to go, and they were 0-88 at any point before that, and the and the Chiefs still find a way to lose that game. Um, so for me personally, I'm really interested to see how they bounce back. Um, you know, with no Kareem Hunt, no Spencer Ware so far, they've really had to, you know, really get creative as far as their running options are concerned. And with the Seattle Seahawks, I tell you, man, it is just the age of the quarterback. You just look at the year that Russell Wilson is having. 31 touchdowns, 6 picks, over 3,000 yards. You know what he contributes to the rushing game. And he probably, I wouldn't even put him in my top 3 for the MVP race as far as this year's concerned. As of right now, I got Patty Mahomes 1, Drew Brees 2, and I got Phillip Rivers at number 3. Um, but you know what? I'm interested to see. It's going to be an offensive barn burner. And I'm thinking that this one, it's going to be a really good one. I think this one's actually going to go into overtime. I'm going to call this one right here, 42-39 Chiefs. Last but not least, we wrap it up with Monday Night Football. Broncos at the Raiders. I tell you what, for everybody thinking, if there was anybody thinking, first of all, I don't think there was anybody thinking that this John Gruden experiment was going to be something for the ages. Man, oh man, you want to call disaster, disaster right now. They may have three picks for next year in the first round, but two of them are very late rounders. You consider that for Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, very cheap-ended. Um, you know, you just look at the draft and you wonder if they're going to find that franchise quarterback for themselves when they think they already had it in Derek Carr. But there's just so many question marks on that end. Before they move to Las Vegas, I'm predicting he's out the year after they move to Las Vegas. Um, as far as the Broncos are concerned, they're just as much of a mess. Uh, you know, you look at their quarterback play, it's gotten better over the past couple weeks. Um, but Case Keenum just hasn't been able to bring that steady path that he was able to a year ago as far as as that winning tenacity was concerned. Now, this Lindsey kid, man, he's a fun one to watch. Uh, you know, he's probably going to be the first undrafted rookie to ever be selected to a Pro Bowl. Uh, you know, I'm really liking this guy. Uh, almost a 1,000 yards uh, in this season with a couple more games left to go. And, you know, unfortunately, both of these teams right now, they're not really playing for anything. Uh, but, you know, it's just kind of fun to get into. You know, you think about, you know, the disappointments and everything that, you know, they were supposed to both bring to the table this season after going, you know, through some restructuring, some changes. And I tell you what, I don't know a man that's under more pressure right now after that Super Bowl win and after everything that he built on that defense than John Elway because he has really killed his window with these coaching decisions and with these quarterback decisions. Let's go ahead and switch sports for a bit. Um, let's get into the NBA. I want to really talk about, now I know I'm really late on this, uh, but I want to talk about Jabari Parker uh, falling out of the rotation in Chicago. I tell you what, as far as the NBA is concerned, um, if you want to look at one of the more colossal messes in the league right now, Look no further than the Chicago Bulls. You want to go ahead and fire your head coach 
while you're in the process of rebuilding because you built a promise off of signing a guy for $20 million a year that you're going to release next year. And now that guy you signed for $20 million, he's going to be out and he's not even playing for you right now. Uh, so you talk about a real colossal bust as far as this franchise is concerned. And you can only hope that they have find another pick to truly sink this team into some contention. And, uh, you know, I see a couple of trade partners out there that could probably use him, although he cannot be traded until January 15th, 2019. Um, that's the rule when, you know, you go ahead and you sign a brand new contract with a team. You have to go through that contractual period. Uh, you can't just flip and move contracts. But you're looking at a guy here that can score, easily put up 15 to 20 a night for you. Can't really play any defense on his end. Um, you know, it's not that he's really, you know, at all lazy. Um, it's just as the NBA's came to find out, he's not really a true small forward. Uh, as far as his play is concerned, he is more of a four guy. And unfortunately, you know, with his deficiency in size, um, you know, and his lack of awareness, you know, I'd probably think that would contribute, you know, with some of his knee injuries, you know, you try to hone and craft your game, but, you know, unfortunately you lose two years going ahead and tearing some ACLs, but, you know, this guy can definitely contribute and be somewhere on a great team. And this is why I really don't understand for as someone as colossal failure as the Bucks are concerned, how they're already going to go ahead and drop him out of the rotation so soon. Um, a couple of teams that I could probably go ahead and see him playing for. Uh, you know, the Indiana Pacers, always a great defensive team, but could always use a nice little scoring punch off the bench. Um, you know, behind Miles Turner, I wouldn't mind seeing Jabari Parker go ahead and go over there. Um, the Wizards, they're, you know, with everything that's been happening lately, uh, I'm sure they're going to keep themselves under a false pretense that the window's still there, even though everything is dropping down and failing. Uh, they can't get John Wall out of there. They ask way too high of a price for Bradley Beal. Uh, but I tell you what, as far as floor spacing is concerned, uh, as far as stretchability is concerned, I'd actually like to see Jabari Parker on the Washington Wizards. And then my final team that I could definitely see him coming off the bench for, uh, another team that's really just fighting right now to try to stay at 500 that would be the new orleans pelicans um you know you go ahead you have anthony davis that great rim protection you know holding it down on the defensive end possible defensive player of the year right there so you go ahead and you throw jabari parker coming in off the second unit uh you know helping out behind julius randall i really like that move going on there as far as underdog teams I mean, you can never count Philly out right now. They're in a win-now mode as far as everything is concerned. Uh, you know, they're fighting with the Celtics. They're fighting with the Toronto Raptors up at the top seeds. And now they're fighting with the Indiana Pacers. Only problem is, is as great of a scorer as Jabari Parker can be, um, right now Philadelphia seriously needs some help on the defensive end uh, as far as wing play is concerned. Jimmy Butler is the only wing that can actually defend. Um, so, you know, the bigger pressing need as of right now for them wouldn't stand to constitute with Jabari Parker. So I definitely don't see him going to the Sixers. And I don't think that the Houston Rockets could clear up enough salary space. Um, they're not going to, you know, the uh, Bulls aren't going to take Ryan Anderson. 
that terrible contract in exchange for Jabari Parker. That would have been the only way that I could see that happening. Um, so I think those are a couple of underdogs maybe that a lot of people would think maybe it would make a good fit on the team. So maybe if he gets waived out, but as of right now, I don't see him getting waived or bought out right now. That's my Jabari rant for the day. Um, now what I really want to talk about as far as the Eastern Conference is concerned, um, the Celtics have returned back to their normal selves and they are now playing incredible team basketball at one point winning eight straight. They finally lost one, uh, but you definitely have to take their ascension as a problem. They have a fantastic head coach going on over there. They have a couple of stars. Yes, I said it's stars. Kyrie Irving is not a superstar. Neither is Gordon Hayward, obviously. I think every Celtics fan obviously knows with the Heat is only 20 chant that Jason Tatum is absolutely better than Gordon Hayward. And you've got the Indiana Pacers, who just all of a sudden snuck up to around the top of the Eastern Conference and beating Philly the other day, 113-101. to Philly has to make a move for me overall. Um, I am worried about this Philadelphia team. Unfortunately, a lot of their players cannot play defense as of right now. That's what Brett Brown built this team under during the process. And the only people that you can truly see that are playing D are the stars on the team. Uh, no one else can truly guard. So uh, you got to get a couple of wing defenders to address during buyout period. And, you know, during the trade deadline, hopefully they can do something as great as last year when they went ahead and they got Eliasova back and they picked up Marco Bellinelli. Uh, because, you know, with the Boston Celtics, they're not going away anytime soon. You lost to them in the uh, conference semifinals last year. And then the Indiana Pacers, they're a grit and grind and a tough, hard-fought team. And I honestly believe that, you know, if Philadelphia would have played them last year in the playoffs in the first round, if they didn't get that third seed and they got the fourth seed instead, I do believe that the Indiana Pacers would have beaten the 76ers in the first round of the playoffs. And you're talking about a lover of trust in the process um, it's went well in some ways, and unfortunately with some injuries, it really hasn't went so well. Uh, so you go ahead and you look at everything, and you look at the pros and cons. Uh, but as of right now, we're back on the top end of the East, so it was well worth it as far as my end is concerned. Um, but this Indiana Pacers team, they're here to stay. Oladipo is only going to get better as the season goes along. And the problem with Philly is their offense just looks way too predictable at times, whether they're playing iso ball or whether they're playing a uh, pick and pop at the yard. Don't worry, I'm going to go ahead and add a little bit in the Western Conference as well. Um, Denver Nuggets are playing out of their mind. Um, it's really been a hot and cold streak for them to start the season. Um, but they finally went ahead, and now they've ascended themselves to the number one seed in the Western Conference. Um, unfortunately, though, for me, at the end of the day, uh, this is Golden State's conference to lose. I mean, you just go ahead and you look at it, and it just seems like every single year there's this picture painted to where there's something where, oh, possibly the Warriors could be done this year, or it's not going to be their year this year. Um, but you just look at their team, and I've been saying it for years. It's just unfortunately really unfair what's going on with that team. I personally do Kevin Durant hope that Kevin Durant actually leaves. 
uh, for next season because uh, it would be nice to actually see, you know, a competitive balance put back into the NBA. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some things that the Warriors have done that actually has made the NBA a better game. Uh, you know, you go ahead and you look at the offseason. That's actually, that's the only sport where it's probably the most look forward to thing, um, you know, because you just see the hope and the promise. And with basketball, there's so few players that any free agent can go ahead and, you know, change your possibility and your landscape. You go ahead and you look at the Lakers now with LeBron. You know, you go from a team that was just lurking in the 35 to 40 win column, you know, building up as a group, maybe in another three to four years to now, they're a playoff contender, and they're probably going to be in the Western Conference Finals when it's all said and done. But at the end of the day, no matter how fun all this talking and conversation may get about the Western Conference, when you look about the Rockets are starting to bounce back, when you look at the ascension of the Nuggets, when you look about Oklahoma City, they're actually playing some great basketball. At the end of the day, it's all painted out as a picture of hope. And at the end of the day, the Warriors are still the absolute favorite regardless. We spent a little time on the NFL, spent a little time on the NBA, um, so now I'd like to switch to the lifestyle side of the show and, you know, just go ahead and, you know, have a little fun with it and just uh, spurt out some things. Um, today's topic I'm going to get into, I'm going to have fun with some life hacks. Um, I've always enjoyed watching, you know, these kind of videos or uncovering uh, you know, these kind of mysteries um, that can basically really make your life a lot easier and, you know, you don't really get to have that opportunity to go ahead and know about it. Um, you know, like, for example, I know, like, one of the things that I personally thought was really cool um, was that, you know, if you throw some ice cubes into a dryer, um, that actually can go ahead and help the steaming process and taking the wrinkles out of your clothes. Um, or if you go ahead and you're at the airport and, you know, you're always that one that, you know, you're having the trouble to find your bag and, you know, you're looking all over the airport and you're losing yourself and you're going crazy. Well, how about this? Why don't you go ahead and get a little present bow? You go ahead you tie that right on up there, go ahead and attach it and boom. Now you found it right at the airport because for damn sure nobody's putting a daggone bow onto their freaking luggage. So the first two life hacks, um, another one that I got into that really I enjoyed. Um, so for me personally, uh, owning an Xbox One and unfortunately them not getting into PS4 times. And for some reason, they have a freaking battery system still set up, but whatever it is, what it is. Uh, but you can go ahead and actually check your battery to see if they're good or bad by bouncing them, if you bounce them on a table from about six inches and they give you a small bounce and they fall right over, they're actually good to go. But if they bounce around and uh, any and around, they're actually dead. Um, so, you know, that's actually another cool thing that I actually enjoy as far as life hacks are concerned. Um, on a hot day, let's say it's a super hot day, I know right, it's winter right now, but uh, if you actually use a koozie to put on your stick shift, um, that's actually a great way to go ahead and get through the hot day. Um, 
Now, how about this? Everybody loves to go ahead and take a selfie, right? So if you take a picture, go ahead and if you squint in your eyes, you're going to go ahead and you're going to make that selfie look a lot more genuine. <laughs> now, this is, this is a fun one that I've actually found right here. Now, I get a lot of these from lifehack.org or I just go ahead and I have fun and you know I go ahead and search through Instagram and you know I'll go ahead and I'll see a, a couple of posts now let's talk about cleaning now if you go ahead and you put a dustpan into your sink uh, you can go ahead and use that to go ahead and fill a container. Let's say, uh, you know, you got a mop bucket going on or, you know, you have a huge bucket that just cannot fit into your sink. The avenue of the dustpan, if you stick it in there, right, that'll actually go ahead and fit it into there and you'll go ahead and be able to put water through. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. Now we're talking about iPhones. You gotta love life hacks as far as iPhones and chargers are concerned. Alright, so we know with those freaking iPhone charger cables how they can always rip and how they can always entangle and how they can always fall apart. One of the ways that you can actually prevent this is if you go ahead and you take a spring from one of your old pens and you go ahead and you place it through and into the cord, this will actually make a way to go ahead and keep your uh, part of your plug together as far as your cord and your wiring is concerned. Um, or let's just say you need an easy, quick iPhone speaker stand. Uh, you go ahead, once you're done with that toilet paper roll, you go ahead and slit a little cut into it, just right enough to go ahead and fit your iPhone into it. Take a couple thumbtacks, go ahead and be able to place it onto your desk or wherever you want to go ahead and place it. Boom, you just got yourself a quick and easy iPhone speaker right there. Now, for my fellows who actually drink wine out there, personally, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's got that oaky, weird taste for me. Uh, it's just never a conformity that I can really get down with. Uh, but, you know, I, I can go for a sweet red once in a while. But if you want to go ahead and you want to go and chill your wine without going ahead and watering it down with ice, if you actually freeze some grapes, you can go ahead and put them down there and drop them down like ice cubes. And when you drop them down, obviously you're not going to get that distilling water effect. Uh, you're going to have that fresh fruit from the grapes. So you're actually going to enthuse that flavor. Now for all my fellows that go out to the gym and, uh, you know, they have that issue with, uh, let's say you got some body odor going on. You can actually take some fresh fruit. Um, you can take some orange or some lime or some lemon. And you can actually rub this onto your skin and your body odor is actually going to go ahead and disappear. But yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll get into a couple more and then we'll go ahead and wrap it up for the day. Um, so the last more couple I wanted to share with you. So let's say, I mean, we're a bunch of clumsy people in this world at times. I know I am personally. Um, so one day, let's say your uh, toothbrush, um, you know, you're brushing your teeth and your toothpaste, I'm sorry, I don't know why I said toothbrush, but your toothpaste, you can't find the damn cat for it. And you're just looking all over the damn place and you're just like, well, I don't know what to do as far as going ahead and just letting this sit out. So fun thing that you can actually do is you can take a glue gun and you can glue it around and make it perfectly fit how the, uh, the, the tube is structured at the end where your toothpaste comes out. You go ahead and wait for it to dry out. You pull it out and then you're able to go ahead and use that knob 
as a uh, for, you know a cap for your toothpaste. Uh, another thing that's really great. So uh, you know, as far as blackheads are concerned, or in your nose, uh, you know, if you don't have those pore strips available, man, I don't know what you're gonna do. But uh, apparently, they found an answer. If you go ahead. Now, this sounds crazy, I know, but if you brush your nose, take some toothpaste, put it on your nose, and you go ahead and brush your nose like you're brushing your teeth. You do it for like a minute, and you'll actually see uh, that you're actually cleaning out your pores, and you will go ahead and see your acne start to disappear. Um, so those are the last couple ones that, you know, I really wanted to share with you guys. Um, as I said, you know, this is a, uh, you know, a sports show first, but, uh, at the end of the day, I wanted to have, you know, a different and balanced culture. Um, so I really had a good time, uh, going ahead and, you know, showing off and listening off, uh, these different things with everybody. Um, you know, and thank you so much for taking the time, uh, you know, to really go ahead and, you know, listen to me, uh, you know, as a part of your day and, uh, for tuning in. Uh, you know, this is one of my very first episodes that, you know, I've ever done. So, um, you know, I know that I can only uh, go better and, you know, build up from here. And, you know, I'm really excited uh, to see, you know, what the future holds as far as podcasting is concerned. Um, you know, as far as, you know, possibly, you know, building an audience. Uh, but, you know, hey, hopefully that'll come later. Uh, you know, right now I'm just focusing, you know, on just, uh, you know, having fun and, uh, you know, you know, talking my talk and, you know, vetting some things out. And, uh, you know, if, if somebody wants to go ahead and listen, uh, I highly recommend that you go ahead and take a listen. And, uh, you know, hopefully there's a way that, you know, I went ahead and found, uh, you know, to make your day better, or, you know, gave you a little bit of positivity or gave you a little bit of insight uh, as far as the sports end was concerned um, that, you know, maybe you weren't aware about the Chargers, uh, the 0-88 record, um, or maybe you weren't aware because everybody in the NBA started off so slow uh, that the Celtics are back in a uh, top five seed. Um, they're no longer bottom swiveling and just trying to uh, hang on to the race. And, uh, you know, uh, so, you know, there's definitely a lot going on in sports. So that's why I love to talk about sports. But, you know, there's also a lot going on with life. So it's nice to go ahead and catch up and talk about life. And uh, thank you guys so much. Have a great day. This is the blast off, time to blow this up So mess you run for cover, we about to hit self-destruct Got all my people with me, and none of us give a fuck So put them hands up higher, let's mess this party up This is the blast off, time to blow this up So mess you run for cover, we about to hit self-destruct Got all my people with me, and none of us give a fuck So put them hands up higher, let's mess this party up